All right, let's get busy. Topics worthy of discussion is the panel. Convenes every weekday afternoon at this time here on The Oakley Show, and our Thursday crew is now seated and ready to go. David Wills, Senior Vice President of Media Profile. That's a leading Toronto public relations agency. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon to you, John. Thank you. Uh, Peter Sherman is a broadcaster, businessman, and former PC MPP up in Thornhill. How's Peter? Good to be with you, sir, and I am fine. Thank you. And Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, Council Ward 3 at Tobacco Centre. How's Stephen doing? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, I'm running on pure adrenaline here. A couple of days in the home stretch to the big election day on Monday, but just the same, I'm glad to be on the panel here with you. I can sense your giddiness, albeit, you know, it's somewhat born out of exhaustion. Yeah, maybe, 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 <laughs> but it's still exciting. It is. Well, listen, there was a, a story that involved you and uh, one of your colleagues, I guess, you know, John Campbell is running against you because of the new ward configuration. And the story in Post Media News was saying that he's spending money, uh, perhaps inefficiently, on, well, office budget, thousands of dollars on pamphlets and uh, promotional material. And you, of course, were asked for a quote or a response. And so now publicly, so I understand exactly where you're coming from, uh, you can state it emphatically. Uh, what do you make of that? I mean, thousands of dollars, and you apparently spent only like $465? Well, I run a tight ship at the office, and that's my philosophy, right? Lead by example. Only spend what you need to, and I'm proud of that. Uh, I want to make sure the example is made uh, between myself and other councillors, and heck, the whole public service looks at the leadership from the council. So I want to set the right tone from there down. But imagine, you know, in the final days of an election, it's getting scrappy, it's fisticuff, and I'm getting criticized for not spending the money. And my opponent is out there saying, wow, look at all these great newsletters I put out to communicate to the, to the community. They cost thousands and thousands of dollars. And my argument back is those are thousands of dollars of self-promotion that, did, that deliver very little value to the community and end up in the recycling bin. This guy got, he bought magnets and he bought, uh, uh, you know, nice uh, uh, pens and, and loot bags, I call them, and all charged the taxpayer, you know, um, Real estate agents do this. They do this for marketing, and they spend a lot of money on overhead to get their name out there and to advertise. But why should the taxpayer be funding the advertising of a counselor's name so they can get themselves reelected? It's wrong. Well, let me ask David Wills. I mean, you're a campaign strategist. Uh, you know, is there something wrong with a few grand here and there to uh, buy fridge magnets and uh, other things that jujaws that maybe people will hang on to and uh, recognize your name? I don't know if there's an association there that translates into votes, but or is this, you know, Kindercocka really just worrying about a few grand here and there? Well, I think I think there's two things. The I actually don't mind the fridge magnet because you you do use it. You slap it on there, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, somebody forgot to pick up my green bin. What's Steven's number? And you call it. That's fine. The Fords used to do that. Uh, you know, it was effective. The pens, the tote bags, that's, you know, Steven's right. Those are, those are marketing techniques. I think counselors can choose. If they want to do a newsletter, justify it and stand behind the expense and, and make it good content. And there's a bunch that don't, like Steven. But I think that there's something that really stinks in Etobicoke, and it's the stench of desperation from my friend Stephen's uh, opponent there. Whoa, I'm going right. to make right here, it's a David Wills guarantee that Stephen's getting reelected. And so that and a token gets you right on the subway. Stephen. I was going to say, that's, geez, kind of, that's almost an endorsement no, from a panelist on the Oakley show. Endor- from, it is an endorsement. From, from David, well, that's fantastic. No. I'll take that endorsement any <laughs> He's day. a hardworking counselor. I think it's desperate of Campbell to to imply that he's not hardworking because he doesn't spend the money. He doesn't have to because he's out there. He votes, goes to every vote, shows up every day to work. 
no other counselor, with the exception of Gord Perks, can even make a, a an attempt at a claim like that. All right. <laughs> so, John, uh, as the host of the show, do you have the ability to uh, marry these two people? Well, you know, not, not yet, but... Uh, He's you know, not an Elvis impersonator. Uh, I'll and stick it, with good friends. <laughs> I was going to say, in, in Toronto, I'm not sure what the protocol is anymore. Listen, though, uh, you... Uh, you know, beat the shoe leather going door to door up there in Thornhill, low those many years ago, Mr. Sure. Sherman. And so uh, when it came to promotional material pamphlets, and s- is there uh, a point of excess where, you know, it can turn people off? Uh, sure there is. And, and um, uh, I, I certainly have been guilty of producing too many, but I will tell you this. When you distribute pamphlets during election, and I think it's the same in uh, the municipal sphere, that doesn't come from the public purse. That comes from what you raise for people who are supporting your election. And, and you have to separate. So now we get down to another level, and that level is um, pamphlets that are known uh, in the in the practice as uh, householders. And they are the things that Mr. Campbell says he has been distributing. I think he did, he did seven over four years, which explain what he's been up to and, and what the community's up to. And uh, and my friend Stephen says, uh, I don't need that. I have a website, which is equally true. Um, that kind of money, uh, whether it's supporting the website or whether it's supporting the pamphlets, uh, is probably legit out of the public purse. Once you get, and here's where I agree totally with David, if you want to start doing things like tote bags and pens and sort of giveaways that don't have any particularly useful purpose in the in the overall business of counseling, then that money shouldn't be coming from taxpayers. The fridge magnets that say, call the fire department here and the police department there and my office there, that's another story. So I, I think that there, there's a lot being mixed in here. I admire Stephen for not having spent anything, but I think it's legitimate to report to your constituents. Not everybody gets on the computer. Uh, I don't admire Mr. Campbell for whining about the fact that his opponent has managed to be a good counselor without spending anything. Yeah, I think he was uh, upset about the make Etobicoke great again caps. Oh, yeah, that was for sale at Hudson Bay. <laughs> well, this was uh, my segue there, Wills. I hope you appreciate it. No, I have an Etobicoke cap with the with the mm. Etobicoke symbol, but it doesn't say make Etobicoke great because well, it is great. Yeah, there you go. All right. I, I was, was waiting just, for that. You I, teed it up for him. <laughs> I did. It's a fungo he hits out of the park. Well, the Hudson's Bay Company is no longer selling make Canada great again caps because there was too much blowback online. David Wills, I mean, the guy who does this, you know, he makes these things, this paraphernalia and whatever, out of Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Trading Company. He said, I don't get it. I mean, it's just a pop cultural reference or a meme. You know, we know make America great again. Now it's become somewhat toxic politically. And so big retailers don't want to touch it. You get it. Well, I, I do get it because it's it's so heavily associated with the Trump brand. The Trump brand is very toxic in Canada. Like you look at any of the polling, massively uh, people, Canadians are opposed. It's not even on conservative, like conservatives don't like them, liberals don't like them, New Democrats don't like them, Greens don't like them. Canadians don't like Trump. And, you know, to play on this, uh, to think that it's a good marketing technique, unless your objective was to get us talking about it, it was offside, it failed. Do you see it as a fail, Stephen Holiday? I mean, from a, a marketing point of view or even any retailer stocking the shelves with Make Canada Great Again caps? I can't see them being a big seller, although I, I just... Online, uh, they were sold out. Well, I know, but but in retail stores here, I can't... You know what? It, it reminds me of... Remember the trucker's girl that you would see on the mud flaps mm. on trucks? I mean, you used to see that symbol all over the place, but it's kind of gone now. It's out of fashion. 
So I guess, uh, you know, I, I don't think retail should be uh, afraid of selling these things. It is a pop culture item. It's going to be uh, fun to have for a little bit, and then it's going to fall out of fashion, and uh, people won't care about them in a couple of months. But uh, I'm not sure there's a big fuss about why there's a, such a big fuss about this. All right. Well, uh, Hudson's Bay, if you were the purchasing manager or something and you got all this blowback, uh, you would discontinue it? Nah, stick through it while the fad is on. If you're selling them, that's great. But no, you know, as quick as you've got them in stock, they're gonna they're gonna fall out of fashion. You won't be able to get rid of them. They'll be in a dollar store somewhere. Okay, maybe a counselor will give them away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got another idea. Why don't they make up some caps that say "Make Trudeau Great for the First Time"? Wow, oh. there you go. There are certain precincts like out in Alberta that would sell out readily. Absolutely. Okay. Well, as long as we understand each other, I just thought I'd run that by you here. Now I got to get back to the issue of. Maybe politics costing the taxpayer too much money. Uh, there is some debate and concern about Ian Todd. Don't know if that name rings a bell with anybody. He's uh, worked on conservative campaigns. He was close to the premier, and he's being rewarded with a post to Washington, D.C. starting Monday, where he's uh, going to be replacing the liberal legislator Monique Smith, who Ford removed from the job when he won the majority. Uh, this is going to be Ontario's trade representative promoting the province's interest in the state's uh, the cross-border trade and investment, for which he'll be paid $350,000. Mr. Sherman, uh, money well spent? Not sure, and I'd take the job if it had been offered to me. And I'm, I'm not, I, have my, I don't have my tongue in my cheek. I, somebody's got to do this job. Monique Smith, you know, if you want to go back, Monique Smith was the government house leader. She lost her seat, uh, I believe, to Vic Fideli up in uh, North Bay. Right. And she was rewarded by her friend and boss, Kathleen Wynne, and she got this plum job. And uh, she's... Her party's not in office anymore. They have to replace her. There are a lot of jobs like that. And uh, living in Washington and doing what you have to do, that's kind of the going rate. So if Ian Todd, and this is the big if, if Ian Todd has the stones and the smarts to do this job, why not? This is the Reuben Devlin, I'm going to take care of your health system uh, business all over again. Yeah, he's being paid a million dollars, the former head of the Humber River yeah. Regional Hospital. David Wills, money well spent, 350 k on this guy, posted on Ontario's uh, benefit in Washington? Uh, we don't know. You know, he's getting paid more than our ambassador, which I'm, you know, I agree with Peter. Maybe if, you know, if he, he does. What was interesting about the announcement, there's no biographical information of Mr. Todd. I looked online. All I could find was that he was a conservative campaigner. He worked for a uh, public affairs firm, but is, that's been scrubbed off that website. I couldn't find anything about him. I don't know why he's qualified to do it. Maybe he is, but I don't know why they didn't share that. Do you see this as a form of uh, nepotism or just uh, feather bedding folks close to the party, or is there anything wrong with that, Stephen? Well, I, I don't really know what the relationships are to the party. Re, you know, we, we we don't have evidence of that. But, you know, what well, I said know... he worked on a campaign. Yeah, okay. He, I mean, he a was lot his of director of campaign. tour, and he was, you know, he was a political staffer in the past. Fine. That's all we know. Fine. That, but that's all but, we know. Um, you know what? Uh, this, this government has thumped on excessive uh, public service salaries before, so my assumption is if they're going to be hiring somebody at 350, they've done their homework, they've made sure that that is what it costs to draw this person out of public sector, sorry, out of private sector into the public sector job. Um, you know, I've never really been overly upset with some of the public sector um, salaries that are out there because there is work done to find the market comparables. You want to hire the right people into these positions. So if you're going to draw them out of a public sector, uh, private sector job, sorry, into there, you got to pay them what the market demands. 
So again, go back to it. I'm assuming the Ford government has done their homework. Uh, I will put some uh, some faith in them that uh, they've got the right person doing the job. All right, let's come back. Uh, I've got more shenanigans taking place at Queen's Park, and uh, we'll see how the panel reacts to those. David Wills, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holliday on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.